Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Emetics Mind, the podcast. Uh, this is not a blog read. I don't have a blog to read for you guys today, but there is something that I wish to talk to you guys about, and it is to, t- to take a word from J.K. Rowling, muggles, dealing with the normals. For me personally, living life with post-traumatic stress disorder can come with some unique challenges and some unique uh, environmental you know, hurdles that I have to, uh, that I have to navigate specifically when dealing with muggles. So I want to talk a little bit about that today on this episode, but first let's just enjoy the guitar riff. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Welcome to back. Welcome to back. Yes. Uh, welcome back to this episode of not being able to fucking talk right. Brought to you by me. Uh, no, welcome to a medic's mind, the podcast. Uh, thanks for coming by uh, and dealing with my inadequacies of the spoken word. Uh, I want to talk as as alluded to. I want to talk to you guys a little bit about post traumatic stress disorder and navigating this world with having such uh, such an ailment being anathematized by such a such a complex unique and pernicious thing um as such as post-traumatic stress disorder so the reason that i was motivated to uh to to do this cast today was uh, last night i received uh, a notice under my door uh from the property uh, management company here saying that they're going to be doing some door painting uh and that that they needed the doors left open uh, in between the hours of 9 uh, a.m. and uh, I think 3 p.m. I believe that's on the on the notice. And uh, so, and that was fine. I was going to be home in between that time anyway. So I, I, you know, that wasn't too much of a concern for me. But the thing that that is a concern for me is door knocking. What I mean by that is I hate when people knock on my door. I can't stand it. I it, there's the sudden initiation of a thumping is is not good for me. It doesn't. It, it really is triggering for me. I hate the word trigger. I, I'm not a big fan of that. Uh, to me, it's it's just uh, it's just a thing I don't like subjectively, but it, it does. It's it's a trigger for me. It it, uh, is it when I'm not expecting it, especially uh, it's deeply troubling and uh, hard for me to deal with. And I, I'm not going to get into the specifics of, of what traumatic experiences have led to that. Uh, but let's just land on the page of saying there have been experiences that have led to me disliking the sudden initiation of loud thumping, banging, or smashing sounds. So I I didn't really know what to, you know, I knew they were going to come, but I was like, I can't just, I mean, I could, in theory, just wait by my door and wait to hear footsteps and then open the door for them. But I mean, that's no way to live life. You know, I, that does, that's not a way to be a muggle in order to steal a term from J.K. Rowling, to be a normal. It's not, I'm doing air quotes here, normal. It's not a way to live, basically. I can't wait my entire life by doors in order to uh, circumnavigate my my triggers, my, my you know, active symptomology of post-traumatic stress. So I, I wrote a, uh, a note. I put a note on the door just uh, saying, uh, noise, sensitive, noise sensitivity, uh, please... Uh, what did I, I, would have, I wrote uh, something, uh, please, please knock softly uh, or call. 
right? And I assumed that they would be here with some sort of representative from the the agency, the landlord company, so that they would probably uh, undoubtedly have access to my cell phone. And so I I put that note on my door uh, at the front. I just I taped it there, and somebody must have come by at some point and and removed the uh, the notice. Uh, and so here I am thinking I'm, I'm set up and I'm ready. You know, they're going to knock softly. It's going to be fine. Hennigan, you're, you're like, don't worry about it. It was still kind of a concern leading up to, I woke up at 5.45 AM and they weren't coming till I was, that's how concerned I was that I wanted to be awake that I, I woke up at 5.45 AM after going to bed at about 2.30 in the morning, 2.45 is when I, I think I finally fell asleep. Uh, so I'm, I'm tired right now. Uh, I'm, I'm quite fatigued and, uh, the note, uh, was useless because it just got thrown out. And eventually, uh, one of the, uh, one of the guy, one of the painters came by and they, bam, 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 bam on the door. You know, I, I'm, I'm sitting there on the couch and all of a sudden, bam, it scared the crap out of me. Yeah, I got I was instantly sweaty. Holy crap! I started all these images and uh, you know things. They, all these things they just started flooding back into me. I was I was triggered. I was triggered, and it, it to, and that's hard for you to come back down from. Anyone who who has uh, you know startle reaction symptoms uh, and and it can probably attest to how difficult it is to just talk yourself back out of, uh, especially when those symptoms come with imagery. For me, a lot of my intrusion symptoms are such that they take me back to the day, back to the event, back to the situation, back to the thing, the thing, uh, that's, uh, that that's happening or that has happened. And it's like, it's happening again, all over, right? It's like, I'm there on that day. again. so, that that was that was insane for me because I didn't answer the door right away. So what do they do? What does anybody do? They knock again, and they knock again. And so you know, eventually I was able to open the door, and I was frazzled at this point. And I look at my door to look for the note because I was going to point it out to whoever was knocking. And the note's not there. It's gone. It's not on the side of the wall. It's just gone. Somebody removed it. It's just not there. And I, I looked at the individual and I said, was there, was there a note here? And this guy had broken English. We, there was a bit of a language barrier between us. And, uh, eventually he's, he's like, no, no, there was no note. And, and I was like, well, there should have been, I, I put a note here. And again, the language barrier anyway, uh, the note was gone. And so I, I, you know, I looked down the hall for one of the, uh, the, one of the representatives that I know, one of the guys that kind of comes to the building quite frequently, he wasn't around. It was just the painters. Uh, so I, I don't know any of these guys who they are. Um, and it got me to thinking, there's a lot of situations like this that happen where, uh, somebody who is plagued by post-traumatic stress disorder and, and it's nefarious symptomology navigating the world living with the muggles. It's hard. It's difficult. It's really difficult sometimes. Uh, for me, you know, going to restaurants, I, I met up with uh, a brand new caseworker, um, an occupational therapist as part of my vocational rehabilitation team with Veterans Affairs Canada. I met up with this lovely lady and uh, we had to go to a coffee shop and I had to sit in a particular place and she ended up 
when we went into this place, she started to sit down in, in the, uh, in the spot that I was going to, and I, I had to, she's like, is this okay? And I was like, um, actually, actually, no. Is it cool if I, uh, is it cool if I sit there? Hey, do you guys hear the car? I don't know if you do or not. Anyway, there was a really loud Honda Civic fucking douche nozzle again. They're all over this place down here. They just, they, they speed by, I'm on the ground floor. My apartment's on the ground floor. So I hear it a lot and they just, I don't know if they take like a fucking Pepsi bottle like you used to do with your bicycle and attach it to your back wheel to make it sound like a motorbike. You know what I mean? I don't know if these guys take a fucking Pepsi bottle and then stick it in their muffler like a fucking redneck idiot. But they just, I, why, why though? Why? What is the fucking purpose? What does this do? Right? Like, come on, Paul Walker. We've all seen how this fucking movie ends. Okay? Settle down there, big rig. <clears throat> Moving on. So, I, I I don't even know where I was now. Thanks to the, uh, the but that, that, I guess that's a good, so that's the thing. You get easily distract you get easily pulled away from what you're doing what your tasks are what you want to do you get you get distracted easily and and that's it's tough because when you try to explain to a muggle thanks jk rowling uh what what's going on with you what's happening and they're not uh of the more empathetic uh you know oriented people uh or or uh empathetic minded people uh it often falls on deaf ears and in in and lands in the field of obfuscation to them they have no idea what that they're like why this makes well i don't feel this way you shouldn't feel this way and that helps with stigmatization because that's what makes you feel abnormal and when you feel abnormal you feel like just reclusing into yourself just retreating and becoming introspective in hermit mode stay in your apartment that's where it's safe but today my apartment wasn't even safe my apartment was not safe today, and uh, and I was, uh, man, I can't explain to you how much I hate knocking. When people, I, I have a few different things that I, I dislike. There's a few uh, things that, that really do trigger and activate me, and one of those things is loud, sudden banging, knocking, crashing. The other is somebody coming up behind me and, and tapping me on the shoulder, and I'm not expecting them. Don't ever do that, by the way, please. If you see me out, don't, please don't. You know, if you see me and you want to come say hi, just come, come say hi. But don't, don't do the shoulder thing. I know it's a gesture of kindness, but for me, it means something completely different. I, I, the only time I've ever had people touch me from behind on my shoulder is when something bad's going on or I'm being attacked. I, you know, and that that happens. And as a paramedic, you spend ninety percent of your career on one knee. Uh, or hunched over with your back to the world and it's up to your partner or your partners or the firefighters or whoever's with the cops to watch your back and so you live in a world of constant surveillance you're constantly looking at your scene scene safety is paramount and that doesn't go away i'm constantly scanning my my arcs of fire for safety looking for the threat examining because I just every person I meet that I don't know is a threat automatically until they're not that's how I that's how I live that's how things go for me erroneous as it may be that's how it is and and it's frustrating when you when you're with in a situation like for a date for example going on a date with a normal 
And that same thing happens where we go to sit down and she sits in the seat. And then I have to be like, hey, can you move, please? Can I sit there? Now you're controlling. You know, now you're just a controlling asshole. Right. Or at the very least, you're a fucking weirdo. So it's it's hard to navigate this world with these these issues some with with having post-traumatic stress and there's a lot of uh there's a lot of you know sympathy when those movies come out you know when the war movies come out and they got the really handsome actor in there and he wakes up from nightmares and he's all sweating and glistening and he looks really really handsome but troubled you know and you know that brings out the oh wow you know he's broken i can help him that's not what it looks like in real life, and that I've never experienced that in real life. Then again, the only person who's ever really been around when I'm having a nightmare uh, was my ex. And, you know, uh, for those of you who don't know, and those of you who have, this is your first podcast listening, I used to date somebody named Nosferatu. Uh, yeah. yeah the, her uncle was very nice. I believe uh, what, Lucifer, right? Yeah. Very nice. Very, very nice. Warm. Warm where she comes from. Uh, so, but that's the thing, right? When the reality of our symptoms come out and play, it, sometimes it doesn't translate well to the normals, to the muggles. And, uh, and that makes, uh, feeling normal and being normal quite difficult. And today I've had this gnawing feeling at me of being abnormal, of being, uh, broken. You know, these are the things that used to eat at me. These are the things that used to motivate me. Uh, when I was in the bar to drink one more, you know, just drink one more. You're a piece of shit anyway. Just have have another one. You're you're a loser. You know nobody nobody else gets affected by knocking on doors. You know like who who's triggered by knocking on doors? That's a normal part of life, sir. Yeah, go ahead and drink another one. Be be a fucking idiot. And that's uh, that's the gnawing voice I've had. Not not to drink. I haven't had that. That's not what I'm saying. But the the, the punishing bully from the mind telling me I'm a fucking idiot, that I'm a loser, that I'm broken. And it's it's been there all day. I, uh, you know, I was talking to a friend over the phone and, uh, you know, she was working, um, but she had to, she had to go, she had some customers and she said, I'll, I'll phone you back. And I said, uh, no, I'm, I'm actually just going to watch a movie. Um, and it's because I, I just, you know, I didn't feel like I, I just, I wanted to, I wanted to, re, I wanted to retreat. I wanted to shut myself off. And I did, I started to shut down. Um, and I've been doing that for most of the evening here. And now it's about seven thirty at night. And, uh, you know, it's a cold day. It's a really cold day. So that's one justification why I haven't left the house, but I haven't left the house today. Uh, actually that's not true. In the morning I did go for coffee with a friend. Um, but you know, I got into his car. We drove to the coffee place. We got coffee, got back in his car. We came back to my apartment. I've been in my apartment ever since. Haven't been anywhere else. And I, you know, it just, I hate it guys. I I don't like, like, I fucking hate PTSD and I still go through that, that thing where I'm like, you know what? I don't have PTSD. I'm just a fucking idiot. You know, I'm just overreacting. I'm just, I'm just being a loser. You know, it's somebody knocking on the door, relax, chill out, you know, uh, or when I'm in the grocery store and it's too busy and I, I leave without any groceries, I'm like, are oh, you fucking moron? Well, yeah, cool. Yeah. Have toast for dinner. Yeah. That's what you should do. Have toast for dinner. You fucking idiot. And 
you know, it's today, things like today where something as innocent and simple as somebody knocking on a door can throw off my entire balance and, and send me through a loop. And that's what it's done. I'm, I'm sitting here right now talking on into the microphone as a form of therapy because I feel like I, somebody I'm talking to gets me. Somebody I'm talking to understands, you know, and even if I don't quite understand myself because I, I hate it. I hate being this way. It doesn't make me feel good. And I wish I wasn't this way, but I am. And it's tough to to just talk to normals about this to really to try and explain it to them. You know, if, I mean, think about it for a second. Think of it like if we take a normal, like a regular, everyday, generic person. And I know everyone has their, their own stories. That's not what I'm saying. And I'm not I'm not talking bad about normals. Like I'm doing air quotes every time I say normals, even though you can't fucking see me. Uh, I'm not saying anything bad. About, but imagine that, you know, uh, a normal, well-adjusted human being just living their life, doing their daily thing. And you tell them, yeah, you know, when somebody knocks on the door, I, uh, I become panic stricken and I start thinking of a dead kid. What the fuck? Knocking on a door makes you think of a dead kid. What? Yeah. It makes me think of a dead 14 year old. What? Why? You know, cause I'm fucking, cause I'm fucked up. I'm an idiot. I, uh, I'm broken. I'm a broken person. May as well take me out the back and fucking shoot me. You know, uh, God damn. A fucking knock threw off my entire day. Can you believe that? A knock on the door threw off my entire goddamn day. And I've been, I've been trying to, because today is, is supposed to be a good day. You know, uh, the, the, the symbolism behind today is good. You know, I, I'm a hundred days sober. That's a huge accomplishment. I, uh, I've put up a couple funny posts on, on Facebook and, you know, I've been trying to be normal, be okay, be good. But, uh, it's, uh, uh, man, it's really frustrating guys. It really is. It's, uh, it's deeply, deeply frustrating. And, uh, and it sucks and I wish it wasn't this way, but it is, yeah, I don't know. I, uh, that's just, that's for me. That's what I want to talk about. Just, you know, my post-traumatic stress symptomology, some of them and, and what it's like to, to navigate the world of normals while having that, that affliction. Uh, cause there's a, there was no way I could explain to the guy, uh, out front do the not only due to the language barrier but due to the fact that you know me saying this statement I just said a couple seconds ago I'm gonna say that to him and what you know what's he gonna do oh uh, cool I'm just here to like paint your door you know like uh sucks uh, frustrating it's frustrating I'm frustrated right now I'm frustrated I wish I wasn't but I am I'm actually really frustrated and, you know, I, I'm, I'm doing everything I can to turn it around. You know, I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing normal things. I got, I got a load of laundry in right now. Yes. I got a new laundry card, by the way. Uh, it's that, that has been fixed, but I had to, I had to put money on it. So now I'm watching it like a hawk. That laundry card is now my child and it is going nowhere. 
nowhere from my sight. The, those of you who are just tuning in for the first time, there's a previous podcast that explains my laundry cart debacle. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I'm I'm trying to 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 come back down. Oh, there's another. There's another Honda Civic. There he goes. It's Dom. It's my family. Fucking idiot. Jesus. What is? Nah. <sighs> anyway. Um, I think, what am I going to do? You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to try, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to try and just say, you know what? I have, I have PTSD for a reason. You know, I, I've, I've been through some things and I've, I didn't choose to get PTSD. I didn't ask for PTSD, but I, I got injured. I got wounded. I, um, I, I was in situations that people shouldn't be in. Seeing things happen to people that shouldn't happen to people. And as a result of that, I now have scars that come in the form of sensitivities, such as sudden loud bangs, thuds, smashes, and bang and, and knocking fucking doors. Now, I think, I, I think, I know what I have to do. I just have to go easy on myself. But it's hard because to go easy on yourself, you have to have some self-compassion and to have some self-compassion, you have to have some self-kindness and self-kindness. You have to kind of like yourself. And I, I, I said before, I said the other, the other day, I don't like myself. Other people do. You know, that, that lady that I was talking to, that friend of mine, she does. And, and I, I sabotage myself by saying, I, I got to go. I, I can't, I can't talk right now. You know, that, that happened. That was a thing. So, uh, I, I think I, I do, you know, I've been giving other people the advice of go easy on yourself. Don't be so hard on yourself. I, I think I need to try and, and hear some of that as well. Uh, even though for me, it doesn't mean a whole lot coming from me to me, if that makes sense. But, uh, I think, my plan of attack, my plan of attack for an evening, because the it's the evening's young. It's uh, it's only quarter to eight right now, and I still have a long time left before I get ready for bed. And I think what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna sit down, I'm gonna make a tea, I'm gonna find a movie, maybe a funny movie or a movie with my girlfriend Scarlett Johansson in it. Uh, we're dating, by the way. D- don't verify it. Don't Google it. Don't ask her. It's just, I don't want to talk about it. It's doomed to fail anyway. It's a Hollywood relationship, you know. Those things are always doomed to fail. Plus, she's too clingy, you know. Like I, I told, I, I got Red Dead Redemption to complete. Leave me alone, lady. You know, hands off the merchandise, sweetheart. Uh, I, uh, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna turn it around. I'm gonna turn the day around. The guys aren't here anymore. the The apartment's kind of quiet now. I think most people, most people that live here are doing air quotes again. Normals. Uh, so they're all settling in for the evening, so it's nice and quiet. I think uh, tea and a movie and just some some relaxation time. Um, maybe maybe a hot shower. You know the thing about the thing about getting startled the way I did with the door is my muscles tense up and I I just get so sore. This is where it would be great to have a real girlfriend, Scarjo. Sorry, but to have a real girlfriend or like you know 
access to a 24-7 bassoose or something. Uh, or like one of those jet tubs, you know what I mean? Those Like you go to a hotel and you get those jet tubs. Having one of those fucking things would be amazing. Um, because I, everything is just, my, my shoulders, like my traps right now and right down at the base of my neck feels like it's on fire. And it just, it has that dull ache. And my elbow hurts, and my, yeah, I, I've I talked about my pain before, but that's, and that you know that 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 helps the mood go down. You know, anytime you're physically uncomfortable, the mood goes down. So I I gotta try, I gotta try something to turn it around, and I think I'm gonna start something small. You know, I can accomplish a tea. I'm looking at my teacup right now, and uh, I can I can accomplish that. I can I can make that happen, and I'm going to, I'm gonna make that happen, and uh, you know. I'm not going to go out and deal with the normals today. Okay. I know that some people here might give me the advice. You know what? Go, just go outside. You know, nope, not today. Not today. Today, I'm I'm sorry, but I'm taking a day off of the normals. It's not, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I've seen enough normals today. They came and fucking blew up my fucking door. So I've had enough of them. Had enough of them for today. So I'm going to just enjoy my sanctitude and hopefully everything is quiet except for these fucking goddamn street racers. Uh, anyway, guys, that's this episode. I just wanted to vent a little bit. Uh, maybe those of you who have post-traumatic stress or, uh, or some other uh, form of uh, traumatic instances uh, can, can attest and can sympathize and empathize with, uh, with this whole door debacle. I think uh, I think I'll call this podcast behind door number one. And what I won't write in the title is a scared little medic because that was fucking terrifying. And it's not just like the normal startle reaction. Like we all uh, we are all prone to startle reactions because that's part of our survival DNA. But this when this happens, it sends me right back into a particular scene, right back to an event that I lived through. An event that, that, that's still very prominent in my mind and something that I continue to live through. And there's nights that I am thrust back into that reality. I mean, PTSD, I've said it before, PTSD is proof that time travel exists because it can transport you from the present to the past real fucking quick. And that's that's exactly what that fucking knock did. And so all day I've been thrown off because I've been been seeing and remembering something not so good and uh it's not one of those things that's just easily dismissible i wish it was but it's not but i can't as much as i can't change that i don't have to stay there i can i can i can move past it i can get into a different place at least for tonight i can get past and into a different place and that's what i'm gonna do and start with a tea and find something funny to watch and uh you know and that's going to be it. Anyway, guys, that's I'm going to wrap it up now because I am going to make that tea instead of sitting here gabbing into the fucking microphone and listening to these goddamn punk street racers, fucking Paul Walkers and Vin Diesels, fucking rice. There's another one going by right now. I don't know if you can hear it. I, I turned the gain on the microphone down, so I don't know if you can pick up as much uh, external noise. All right, guys. Uh... That's it for me. That's it for Medic's Mind, this episode. What's behind the door? I am. Keep talking to each other, guys. Enjoy the guitar riff. (laughs) 